Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by A&D. Looking for something new to listen to that you'll absolutely love? Check out The Table is Ours. The title basically says it all. TV industry insiders Kirby Dixon and Amira Luwali felt like the podcast world was missing the kind of in-depth conversations that they wanted to hear from their black faves. So instead of asking for a seat at the table, they built their own. The Table is Ours is a podcast about all things black. That's black identity, black excellence, and black success. With amazing guests like Michelle Williams, Karamo Brown, Uzo Aduba, Questlove, and Tay Diggs. The Table is Ours features open, honest, and real conversations about the ways blackness informs and elevates identities and the culture at large. Don't miss out on these important conversations. Reserve your seat and subscribe to The Table is Ours wherever you get your podcasts. Tiger fans, welcome back to the official Tiger Talk with 1400 Club podcast where we bring you the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty Jackson State Tigers. Of course, I am the Corey C., be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. Apple Podcast users, be sure to rate and review the show. And everyone, go follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. You know the saying, it all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And I'm joined today by Mo Knows. What up, Mo? What's going on, Corey? Hey, man, big, big win for the Jackson State University men's basketball Tigers on the road, Lafayette, Louisiana, the Cajun Dome, those raising Cajun, Louisiana, 75-70 victory, man. Big, big win. It's just something about us playing that school. It's just something about it. I know our baseball <laughs> team, they beat them in the tournament, uh, and here it is. Lo and behold, our boys, our men's team was able to come through and, and get a convincing victory. Yeah, yeah, that that was key. It was convincing. I I think we were clearly the better team, and that's despite being fourteen point underdogs. So that was huge. And then, if you consider some tough losses down there in Louisiana uh, earlier this season against Louisiana Tech, I know that's one that they felt like that they could win going into the game. They let it slip away. Same with Marshall. I know they felt like they could go up there and get the win, but that one really got away from them. So I know it has to be gratifying. It just kind of shows that that hard work and everything they've been putting in is starting to pay off for them. You know, Corey, playing the schedule that we're playing, just to get a W, it, it has to be a relief. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, for swag play. Yeah, tough schedule, man. You're talking about 12 straight on the road to start the season. It's nothing new. That's what we do in the sweat. But, I mean, it, it, and you you said it, man. You said that both this men's and women's team could get some out-of-conference wins early in the season before conference play, and you nailed it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's, let's dive into it. I'm excited to tell the fans um, about what happened up in this one. Well, one thing that you talked about on the preview show was, you know, any coach Brent team, whether it goes back to high school, you know, Jackson State, they, you got to play defense. His teams, they play defense. And one thing about defense in all sports, it travels and you can win with defense. You win championships. So talk about that defensive effort from these Tigers today. Man, defensively, um, from start to finish, we really bothered them, um, particularly on the ball pressure. 
especially with our smaller lineup with Jonas and and Dylan Taylor at the at the one and two spot. Um, we kind of found out within the first, I would say within the first five to ten minutes of the game, that they couldn't handle the ball. They didn't have a true point guard on the floor, and I loved um, the different packages that that Coach Brent put out there. We saw some press. We saw one three one up. We saw um, a three two, and we saw a whole lot of man to man. And Coach Brent really took advantage of the fact that they did not have a true point guard on the floor at all in this game. Yeah, definitely great scouting by the by Coach Brent and the staff. Great game plan. And they forced 19 turnovers, which is huge, man, on the road uh, to be able to get the ball, you know, turn the ball over that many times. And we only turned the ball over 16, so we uh, led them in that department. Yes, sir. Um, the defense turned in the offense early, um, especially around that 10 to 12-minute mark in the first half. We was able to get out in transition, and they literally had to slow the game down to try to get back in before halftime. Right. And, you know, one thing you said, you talked about that lineup where we went small, despite going small at times and not even starting Isaiah Williams in this game. He didn't start. Only played two minutes, by the way. So we were small for the most part, relative to the size that we have on the team. But we still... If you look at the rebounding department, we were even. It was a 33 to 35. So to be able to go small to force those turnovers but not get destroyed on the glass was huge. That's where um, Javis McKinnis gives us such an advantage because even when we go small, he's so active on the boards. He, he had 12 rebounds today. And mm -hmm. I, I just about tell you, he was the only one in double digits. He's the only one to have more than six rebounds on our team. Mm -hmm. And that's the type of advantage that we have with someone like him. Right. You talked about that defense turning into offense. Well, offensively, this team came in averaging 56 points, but they were able to put up 75 points today. And, again, I keep saying this, on the road, man, that is huge to go on the road, especially out of conference, and for that offense to show up like that. So I know Coach Brennan is happy about this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to get one. <laughs> the, the, the pressure is off. We're no longer looking for our first victory. You got to get one. And that's how it starts. You got to start with one. Right. Now, what were you seeing offensively? I, I love your breakdown of defense, how we were able to get pressure on them. But offensively, this team, I think it starts with the insertion of Gabe Wallace, who joined who joined the lineup recently. He missed the first several games, uh, but, man, he's been getting better and better, really. It looks like he's becoming more acclimated. 22 points today. Now, he went 6 for 20 shooting, uh, but he balanced that out with going 10 for 11 from the line. He's just been a huge boost for us. I think the thing with Gabe is that he's finally in a role that fits him. And I think he has to learn how to be a scorer. We know he can shoot the ball, but there's a big difference between a, being a scorer and being just a shooter. We need him to be a scorer for us. And what I mean by that, we need him to be aggressive and get to that free throw line. Today he was 10 of 11 um, shooting free throws. And although he was 6 of 20 and he was 0 of 6 from three-point land, they paid a whole lot of attention to him. He was drawing a lot of people. I remember one time he went into the lane, he had three people on him. Mm -hmm. So with that, that's going to get other people open. Um, so with him being aggressive, him getting to the free throw line, that gives us an advantage, especially looking to go into swag play. He's going to be very hard to handle. Very hard to handle, and – it's so promising to see him to be able to have an off night shooting, you know, six for 20. And you said, oh, for six from three. Well, that's not going to happen every game. He, he's not going to be that off. But despite that, to still be able to put up 22 points and again, to 
to continue to stay aggressive and get to the line, man. That just bodes well going forward. And I know the big question mark or one of the big question marks surrounding this team heading into this season was how can you replace Tristan Jarrett? Would it be by committee? Was there going to be someone to step into those shoes, those big shoes, huge shoes to fill? We may have our answer. I know Gabe was the person you were probably counting on, but is it too early to say we have our answer? I think we saw a shot of a doubt. Gabe's going to have to be that guy. Um, we saw glimpses of it versus Marshall, um, where he literally kind of took over the game at times. Um, so he's going to have to be that guy for us. I don't think we, you know, have to look no further than Gabe Watson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about his shooting, but the team overall shot 50% from the floor. And that's despite going three for 13 as a team from three-point range. So, man, that is a great sign to be able to shoot that well. Again, I keep saying it, on the road, out of conference. So I know Coach Brent, I know he's optimistic about this offense, especially based on what he saw in this game. That, that goes to shot selection. Um, because we, we look at this box score, Gabe Watson was the only one outside of Jonas to actually shoot more than two threes. So understanding what we have and what we don't have, uh, Gabe Watson, without a shadow of doubt, is our shooter. You got other guys like Colton Young. When he's out there, he's going to be a shooter. Chris Freeman, he's definitely a shooter. But that mid-range, they was giving us a mid-range, and we was taking them today. Um, I saw Darius Hicks knock down a few. I saw Jonas James get in the lane a couple of times, and his penetration really hurt them, especially starting the game. He noticed that they don't have a true point guard holding him, and he was able to go left, and he was able to be real aggressive. So great shot selection today. We had some really good offensive sets where we were able to to get the ball into the post or able to drive to the basket. So great shot selection and, and, and pretty good offense today. And you mentioned Jonas James. Speak a little bit more on him. He finished with 11 points. I know he's a person that they're really counting on. So let's talk about his evolution so far. Jonas is is no doubt about it. Outside of Gabe Watson, he's that score that you need uh, when it comes to being ball dominant. We need a point guard that can be that can really be aggressive and get to get in that lane and and he's able to to lob that ball up to McKinnis. What I like most about Jonas today, he did some timely shooting. Um, he's one for four from three-point range, but that one three one. that he hit was probably <laughs> was <huge>. the hugest <laughs> three yes, of the sir. whole game because we had to answer them, mm-hmm. and he broke their backs yeah. in that second half. That's what you look for from your, you know, we talk about a senior. He's a super senior. That's definitely what you look for. He delivered, especially when it mattered. And that's supporting cast. It was a team effort, definitely a team effort. So that's supporting cast. I know you mentioned Hicks, but let's talk about him and Dylan Taylor and even Ken Evans. Ken Evans, I, he only attempted three shots today, and he was two or three. He was one on one from three point range, and he was two or two from the free throw line. I would love for Ken Evans to be more aggressive. Um, I heard the announcer say that Ken Evans is shooting 46% from three-point range on the year. Right. We got to have him to, 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 to be a little bit more aggressive for us, especially with that second unit. And Javis McKenzie, we talked about him defensively. We know what he brings to the table. He's going to be your defensive player of the year in the SWAC. Every year that he plays with Jackson State, you can pencil him in. But offensively, I like his progression this year. He's developing a, a go-to move. He can get in the lane with Luke hook shot, and, you know, he, he's a lot more comfortable with the ball in his hand. So you could tell there's been some improvement from him in the offseason. It's definitely starting to show. Javius was 7 of 10 today. 
and two of five from the free throw line, 16 points, 12 rebounds, even dished out two assists. Three blocks. Um, and three blocks. He um, he knows how to find his spot now. That's something we didn't see in the past, but he's looking to get to his spots, and if he needs to pull up and, and shoot a jumper, he's pulling up. If he knows he can get to this spot and, and try to do a hook shot, he's trying to he's trying to hook you. So we're seeing a lot of different things. We're even seeing him kind of put the ball on the floor a little bit. Right. And pulling up over people. So his offense is constantly evolving. So I really and this is where um the guy that was guarding him, I can't I can't pronounce his name, but he's an NBA prospect. Right. So that's sixteen and twelve over NBA, another NBA prospect. Another one. That's the because one. we saw versus La Tech. He dominated that kid. Mm-hmm. So Really looking forward to him as this season goes on to see if he can continue to give us the 16 and 12. If he continues to give us 16 and 12, mm-hmm. we're going to be very hard to beat down the stretch, especially in swag play. Absolutely. Absolutely. And man, this team's ability to hold off that late rally is up double digits down the stretch. I want to say 13 may have been the highest lead. Uh, but yes. Okay. But the Raising Cajuns, of course, it's basketball, it's a game of runs. They stormed back and they got it to within what, two points? Yes. But the team was able to hold off. And in years past, this team would have lost this game. Let's be honest. Just being honest, um, especially towards that last two-minute mark, um, I think we went two and a half minutes without scoring, Corey. Mm-hmm. But that free throw line, free throw shooting, something we haven't had in the past. Uh, Darius Hicks and Javis McKinnis, your, your post players, actually were able to ice the game for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Darius Hicks he hit some very timely free throws for us and, and was able to, to to literally put the game away. He put it out of reach. reach. Um, normally, you don't necessarily want your post players taking those free throws at the end of the game, but they are able to come through, and I was very excited about that. Absolutely. Man, big win. I, know I already stated that, but if you kind of look back over the past few seasons, where would you rank this win, or just what are some of the other out-of-conference wins that have stood out? I think um, – this win is, is very similar to in 2014 where we were able to beat Southern Miss and Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very big win. Um, I mean, the odds were, were stacked against us, I believe. Vegas Vegas didn't give us a even a slimmer of hope. <laughs> so this is a big win to go up in their house and able to beat them on their court. So And like I said, it was times where we were up 14, 15 points in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly we was the more talented and, and we was the better team today. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, some much-needed momentum going forward. It's always good to get a win, but especially to get that first win, get that monkey off your back. Uh, still, uh, you know, tough road ahead, you know, on the road. Like I said, we start the season with 12 straight road wins before we get back to Jackson. But you see another upset in our future. I mean, we've pr- we've proven time and time again that we can be right there. So you think we can pull off another upset or two before we get into swag play? Hey, we will see. Um, uh, we're not a finished product yet. Like we said, that Isaiah Williams, he only played two minutes and Chance Moore, he did not play today. So um, we get those two guys back and we're fully healthy. We're going to be tough. We're going to be extremely tough. And I'll be, I, I look forward. I, I, I say, let's wait and see and let's see what, what Coach Brent, apparently you can't, you can't, you can't doubt Coach Brent. <laughs> Don't count him out. You can't count yes, out sir. Coach Brent. All right, well, congratulations, guys. If y'all are listening, you know, players and staff, great job. Keep it up. Keep up the great work. We know you guys work are working hard. 
Uh, so we look forward to, you know, you guys continue to do big things. And, and once we get into swag play, you know, we know this is, this is a team that can really get it done. They've proven that last season, and I think they're going to show it again this season. Yes, sir. Thank you, Corey. All right. Well, there you have it. Mo knows. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, that'll do it for episode 209 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Again, thank you to all of our listeners. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users, you know what to do. If you have an Apple device, be sure to rate and review the show. That means everything to us. Everyone follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. Can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. It all starts with you, the listener. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And be sure to tell every Tiger that you know. You can also tell every Razor Cajun that you know. We're on all podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, you name it. And we'll be posting every episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thank you for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag the I love. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.